once again to another episode. I am your host, Tolu. I'm Game Week 29 in the books. We look on to Game Week 30 and we are now in the home stretch for the end of the season. I personally cannot wait till the season is over. I am already looking forward to um, the summer, especially um, the Euros and what it's going to look like. Of course, with the international break um, coming along, we're seeing how countries are faring. And I, for one, feel the most sorry for Team Werner. I'm not going to say much about the international game because obviously we are here for Fantasy Premier League. Um, but we will see how this will all play out once the Euros come alive. Um, I think we will also rebrand the show just to be around fantasy in um, soccer in general. But certainly we will finish out this season just in Fantasy Premier League. Quickly to finish out game week 29. Um, Fulham won. Leads to a goal from Anderson, who I'd been noticing and keeping in my watch list. He's a defender at 4.5. <clears throat> Excuse me right there. Uh, a defender at 4.5 who has been delivering the points over the last couple of game weeks. Um, he is intermittently blanked, um, of course, blanking at Manchester City, which is understandable. And of course, at Tottenham, again, understandable. Um, but against Liverpool, he had uh, points there, keeping a clean sheet. Clean sheet at Crystal Palace, clean sheet at Sheffield, and an assist at Burnley. So, um, quite frankly, over the last couple of game weeks, Anderson, who had been in my watch list and I wanted to bring in a 4.5, still seems to bang in the points. This game week, of course, he scored against Leeds. So, Anderson at 4.5 to round out your season could be a strong candidate. He's got Aston Villa, Wolves, and Arsenal in the next three. Certainly, Anderson at 4.5, looking a good deal. Bamford with a goal and an assist on the lead side. Um, good to see him back among the points. And he also had enough points to claim all three bonus points. So um, those who captained Bamford were actually well rewarded. He was he seemed to be injured going into the game week, um, but certainly turned around and gave points. This game week, he plays Sheffield at home. Should be another opportunity for points, considering he's the lead attacker for Leeds. However, after that, he's got Manchester City, Liverpool and Manchester United. So it might be difficult to bring him in at 6.7 just for the Sheffield game, considering the next three after that, he is not expected to score. Now, keep in mind, to begin the season, Leeds did play Liverpool and scored a bunch of goals. So it is not beyond Leeds to actually still perform. If you do want to take a point on him at 6.7, could be worth it. But if you've already missed it, then it is what it is. On to the next game of the game week. Um, Brighton 3, Newcastle 0. Brighton 3, Newcastle 0. Um, yeah, um, this was the Trossard game, essentially. Um, Leandro Trossard just showed up, scored and assisted um, enough for all three bonus points. Um, we've also got Mopey among the scoring, Welbeck as well with another goal. In the assist column, we have Veltman and Pascal Gross. Newcastle certainly look disjointed without their attacking players available. Um, like I said, Newcastle might be the team to target this game week, um, considering they didn't have their attackers. I know the other game against Aston Villa, I fully expected Newcastle to not score. And now playing Brighton, they could not score. And Brighton just again, have been the XG team of the season, constantly underperforming their stats in this game. That was not the case. They came out and completely dominated Newcastle. Um, wasn't even a contest in my mind. Um, again, keep in mind that uh, Lewis Dunk still kept his clean sheet. Sanchez kept his clean sheet. And essentially overall, a great game week 
for those who had Brighton defenders. However, if you had the foresight to look at Leandro Trossard, I wish you all the best. Maybe you want to share uh, lottery numbers for the coming week. West Ham, three. Arsenal, three. I remember coming into the game week and I remember saying, um, I my choices were between um, Jesse Lingard and Harry Kane. I did go for Harry Kane. And uh, considering I knew <laughs> that Jesse Lingard was probably the better bet, I could not have the full courage to stick it out with Jesse Lingard going against Harry Kane. I believe I am going into another game week where I'll have the same dilemma all over again. But let's finish out this game, first of all. So, West Ham with three goals. Um, one from Lingard, Bowen and Suchek, who stole a goal essentially off of Antonio. Antonio with two assists and another assist from Jesse Lingard. On the Arsenal side, we've got Lacazette with a goal and then own goals from Suchek again, who scored in both nets essentially, and Craig Dawson, um, who seems to now have has found a way to score on the wrong side of the goal in two games back to back. So it is what it is. Things happen as a defender. Craig Dawson, who had randomly started scoring, is now scoring on the wrong side of the net. Good for him, though. He is still at least among the scoring. So he's got three goals in three games, two on the wrong side, but one of them, of course, at the right side with Leeds with a clean sheet in that game three game weeks ago. Arsenal, on the other hand, Chambers looked excellent down the right. I was very, very pleasantly surprised by Chambers' um, performance on the right side. I was fully expecting that they would go after him from the West Ham side, considering he's a centre-back playing right back. But my goodness, he was excellent and I cannot fault him at all in that game. Sucks that he did have to concede goals, but I doubt highly that he will continue to play. Unless Arsenal is already starting to prepare for life without Hector Bellerin. 4.5, Callum Chambers. Can't really see him continuing this. This is what, his second completed game of the season. This is game week 30 and he's only played two full games. I don't know if this will continue. But across the last three, he has played two games. He could very well be replacing um, Hector Bellerin. I doubt it, but stranger things have happened. He plays Liverpool next, Sheffield and Fulham in the next three. So... I'd be watching to see what Arsenal do with him um, across the next couple of game weeks. Callum Chambers, 4.5. Quick thing to note, Aubameyang was not really a factor in this game. Um, he's gone ahead and changed his hairstyle, which has nothing to do with fantasy. But my point here is Aubameyang was not a factor in the game at West Ham at all. Certainly disappointing, but we will see how he performs in the Liverpool game. <laughs> I just remember now. Why, why did I bring over Aubameyang here? Anyways. <laughs> Aston Villa nil. Spurs 2. Uh, Harry Kane, of course, scoring from the penalty spot. And those who had Martinez would have been hoping for a penalty save. But quite frankly, had only one save in the game. Um, Spurs were just by far and away the better team. Um, there was also a goal, if I remember correctly, for Carlos Vicinius. Or Vinicius. I'm not sure how to say his name. Vinicius, I believe it's correct pronunciation with an assist from Lucas Mora. I believe Lucas Mora ran himself ragged the entire game. He played really, really well. And I'm hoping that he will continue to play considering Lamela went and got himself a red card and removed him from himself from the lineup. Quick thing to note, Bale did not play at all. Um, Gareth Bale didn't play at all. Um, 
Interesting to note. I'm not sure why, but he didn't have any minutes at all. Um, Hyungmin Son, on the other hand, seems to be fine. So he should be available to play in game 30. He was seen playing um, training and smiling and quite frankly back from the international break. So, excuse me. <laughs> so he should be fine. Um, Hyungmin Son at 9.6, I believe now. So Hyungmin Son should be fit to play. Oh. My correction, he is now 9.4, my bad. Um, Gareth Bale is 9.5 as well. So if you're considering any of those two for the next game against Newcastle, they will be excellent, excellent players to have. So we go into game week 30, the final stretch, the 30s of the game week. That means eight more games to the end of the game week. And this is the point in the season where you need to make your moves if you are going to win your mini leagues or you know make a steal on any head-to-heads. So... First game of the game week, Chelsea at West Brom. Fully expect Chelsea to win this one. I think West Brom is now done for the season. I'm hopeful for Timo Werner to score, considering the calamity he had um, in the international break against Macedonia, I believe it was. Just uh, missing a complete setter. Leeds against Sheffield. Um, Bamford should, again, be in the scoring. Rafinha, I quite like as well. And again, Dallas is a pick I quite like. Sheffield is pretty much done for the season. They are relegated at this point. So Leeds will probably make easy work of them. Uh, Dallas will probably make a good choice. Leicester against Man City, I think is probably the biggest game of the game. We considering Arsenal play Liverpool, Leicester City might actually be the big game here. Um, City will certainly want to revenge the initial drubbing they had at the Etihad. And of course, Kelechi Ihenacho will certainly want to continue his fine form. Congratulations to him, by the way, on winning um, the Premier League player of March, of the month of March. So certainly Leicester will want to continue that form. City will want to avenge um, their earlier dropping at the beginning of the season. Arsenal against Liverpool up next uh, to end the Saturday. Um, Arsenal at home. Uh, Liverpool just having an abysmal season. Don't really expect much. I think Arsenal are certainly now going to hope that the Europa League um, helps them have a great season. Can't really see this going really, really, um, can't really see sparks flying here. But again, it's Arsenal. Um, their defense just makes things always very interesting. Liverpool, on the other hand, seem to somehow can't defend without their proper centre-backs. So it'll be fun here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. On the Sunday, we've got Southampton against Burnley. Um, I quite like Burnley in this one, actually. Um, I'm hoping that Pope will keep a clean sheet. I don't have that player, but I do, I do quite like Pope. I think something about him just seems very quiet and, you know, an intimidating figure every time I watch him, but still, you need like a gentle giant kind of thing. I quite like Pope. Anyways, Newcastle against Spurs, fully expect Spurs to dominate completely. I'd like to captain Kane here, considering I did not go with uh, Lingard last time. But I feel like maybe I should captain Lingard just so that I can feel like, yeah, I gave him a chance. Anyways, I think I'm just going to stick with Captain Kane. Anyways, anyways, yeah. Aston Villa against Fulham. Aston Villa should keep their clean sheet here. Fulham just into that attacking and Aston Villa should have um, Jack Grealish back should be in the operative word they might still rest him just to bring him back safer and you know protect him Manchester United against Brighton mind you should win this but I've seen, you know stranger things have happened at um, Old Trafford stranger things have happened <laughs> Everton at Crystal Palace don't see Crystal Palace doing much. They are just not an attacking threat at all. Zaha is available and he did play in the internationals. So he should still be sharp. 
However, Everton just seem to have too much. And I think they're just going to end the season quite strong with Ancelotti. And the last game of the game week, Wolves against West Ham. I quite like Captain Lingard. I, I just can't understand why I cannot safely captain him. But um, Captain Lingard, man, he's probably the most informed player bar Kelechi available. And Kelechi, of course, plays Manchester City. So if you have Lingard, again, he might just be the one to captain but for me, because Kane plays the weakest team currently based on, you know, um, the stronger team here, I can see like the gap between a team playing the other. I think the gap between Spurs and Newcastle right now is just the greatest compared to every other team here. Chelsea and West Brom is the other one, but there is no one really to captain on the Chelsea side. And that's my challenge. Uh, I am going to play, potentially play Mount, um, but... He's, again, Chelsea's points are just spread apart. Anyways, we will see how this all goes. Before that, though, I do want to wish you all a happy, happy Easter if you celebrate. And if you do not, I wish you a wonderful fantasy game week. I'll catch you again in the next week. Looking forward to how this game week goes. See you in game week 31. Cheers, everybody.